So forget any ideas you've got about lost cities, exotic travel and digging up the world. You do not follow maps to buried treasure. And X never, ever marks the spot. 70% of all archaeology is done in the library. Research. Reading. Does anyone know what that's from? Uh, bad dates. <laughs> hey, very good. Very good. Um, look, I'll, yeah, same trilogy, but I believe- uh, One or two? Uh, three. Three, really? Three. That okay. was, you, you were one. I was three. Um, now, Bandit, <laughs> Bandit isn't actually in this episode, is he? No, he's not. Uh, no, but um, uh, it's about a library and um, and Bandit's an archaeologist and that was enough for me to- uh, Oh, is Marty still trying to get it? Uh, judging from the expression on his face, I was more saying maybe Frank you want to- it. Maybe you want to introduce, you know, who else is on the is show. Is it today? National Treasure? Oh, no, 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 sorry. No, no. Of course, then it must be Indiana Jones. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Your first clue was that it was me doing it. That is probably all I needed. <laughs> Oh man, I, I don't care though. National Treasure is a good time as well. Yeah, but the it, second it, one's pretty silly. It's still indie light. The second one's so dumb, but the first one, like I don't know, like it's very lame. But you give me like clues and booby traps, I'm in. <laughs> I am in. It goes Indiana Jones trilogy, and yes, a trilogy because there's only three. The Lara Croft movies, and then maybe National Treasure. I mean, I'm not saying that if it, if somebody else didn't mention National Treasure, I would even put it in the same. Nothing touches. Oh, yeah. any- I just want to make that absolutely clear. <laughs> so welcome to our new podcast, Archaeology <laughs> Today, <laughs> as portrayed on film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sorry. I should actually say what we're doing. Uh, um, I, uh, oh, man, guys, Indiana Jones is so good. It's, it's, it's the best thing in my life. Uh, but another really good thing in my life is that I regularly get together and talk about the Australian children's television program bluey with these two friends of mine frank how are you i'm oh, very good mate after that intro how could i not be Heck yeah <laughs> let's see how cut down that gets marty how are you i'm doing well that's nice i always love hearing how much brendan loves indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> and i assume that everybody loves hearing that as well oh yeah 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 like almost constantly brendan that's mm. why i got into this like, blue blue is great uh, don't get me wrong but i'm on a bluey podcast to talk about indiana jones <laughs> for the purposes of making sure you don't rant. Yes, everyone loves Indiana Jones exactly <laughs> the same as you do. That. Exactly the same amount, no more and no less. <laughs> if we tried to claim that other people like it more, that would also result in ranting. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's uh, it's not a competition unless you're making one in which I win. This episode of the Hammerlock Project is called the Bluey Decimal System. Uh, but... <laughs> so library, yeah? In the mother of all tenuous links... <laughs> A one small quote that has nothing to do with the plot of a movie that I would die for uses the word library. So I decided to open with that because this episode of Bluey is called Library. So this episode comes to us deep into season two. Season two, episode 30 is what we're looking at. And uh, I won't say it's not an adventure. I wouldn't put it as an Indiana Jones class, but there certainly is a villain. (laughs) <laughs> who, uh, you know, comes to the, the side of good eventually. Mm-hmm. Is that Uncle Stripe? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, bare bones of this one. It's really just a morality tale about the evils of solipsism. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, philosophical preposition that you are the only person that exists. I was going to say. Uh, and yeah. everything else is just like, you know, a figment of your imagination set up for you to... Uh, enjoy and interact with but no of course this is an episode about muffin coming over to play with the girls uncle stripes just slipping in that she might 
actually be the most important person or most important child in the world and just what happens when you end up trying to play libraries which turns out to be a place with a lot of rules Who um, knew? that you don't have to follow when you're the special person. Mm. So I have to jump in. When Ali saw this episode and I told her we were doing this on the show, she goes, you do realize that's the show that pretty much defines us as parents. And I went, please explain. She goes, one, you have a tendency to run orange lights in the car. Two, <laughs> that's exactly what we would tell Jack. You're the most special person <laughs> in the world. And then three, we'd have to be the corrective parents at the end going, actually, you're not. You're causing problems by us telling you that, but we still love you. Okay, sure, that you've just summed up our parenting style in, in a single seven-minute episode. You're still figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> you're, allowed, you're allowed some leniency. One of the things that stands out the most for me, and it, it comes back to that idea of like, once again, different types of parenting or like different types of parents. Yeah. You know, yeah. we talked about it in Octopus and just like we have a different presentation. And I think for me, it's a for real life sort of experience because we've all had friends or you see people at the park or at the shops. Absolutely. Of, these are parents who have they, they've got different expectations around what their kids should Absolutely. be interacting yeah. with the thing that gets me is just the obnoxious toy the oh, bike man. thing isn't it such a muffin it's toy such a muffin toy and just what happens when different families come together, even if it's like cousins or something like yeah. that. You know. Especially, especially if it's family. Yeah. Uh, if if, if so. you're yeah. you're in this together forever and Chili's eyes oh, yes. in this episode. <laughs> they're, they're, Speak volumes. Oh, oh, they, man. You said even among family, you've got to watch the communication of your observations of different styles, especially in a family situation. <laughs> Uncle Stripe's family and that that relationship gets just sort of unpacked. We kind of yeah. know who Muffin is. I think by this point, you've already mm. had the episode where she's like staying up late at night, whatever it is. And we know that she just always needs to get what she wants. Mm. Extrapolating that out to being, okay, this is the kid who gets this trashy toy, gets to watch the trashy shows. I just think of like the other kids, maybe from school, you're just kind of like, oh, they actually get to watch that show. And mm. I'm not really, you know, it's an M15 plus show. And I'm, you know, we're all 13. Yeah. Like, their parents think that's fine, all right? I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was a kid. Yeah, same. Because the family values weren't really agreed upon in 1991 by mum and dad when it came to Australia. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I moved out of home, I got a DVD player and caught the heck up. I think it really captures that that sensibility, and yeah, I think we're we're all resonating on the same sort of thing here. But mm -hmm. with the ridiculous, uh, what is it? Cat squat. And just the tinny noise that comes out of that thing—it just it just speaks volumes. You can just imagine that sitting in a Kmart, muffin in there, throwing a tanty, Trixie just having to buy this thing because she doesn't have the fortitude to withstand. I didn't notice Stripe bringing it in the first time I watched it. And she comes careening in on this on this <laughs> bike and all the bells and whistles are flashing. And yeah. just thought, wow, that's such a muffin. And then at the end, when they're driving home, you can see it in the back. The and I'm like, okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, just, the, just the stark contrast between what a muffin toy is and what a bingo and bluey toy <sighs> is. We, you already made a reference to The Simpsons, but it's almost like muffin is Bart and- 
and Bingo and Bluey become the Flanders kids <laughs> in this episode. They're just so wholesome in yeah, comparison. Yeah. They're playing this lovely library quiet, sophisticated game where she's just like wants to watch television and sit on her plastic car thing and just get... And every single thing she interacts with is kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Like all the books she has are the noise-making books and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Zebras are striping, which is a great line when she's pressing the different sounds in the book. What I will say is I love that they, I mean, my perception of those parenting styles is that, you know, I think Muffin's a a little bit of a brat, Mm. you know, Mm. I don't think that's going too far. But what I do love is that they present that in a way that's not really judgmental. Like, she, it is just different. She's behaving based on the information she was given yeah. by dad. And dad's behaviour, yeah, yeah. essentially. And so when he then, when that gets undone and, and he goes, actually, mm-hmm. you're not special. You know, we still love you as mum and dad, but yeah. you're not special. To you still got to follow us. I, at that point, when I first saw it, I'm like- She takes I'm, it so well Correct. As well. I'm yeah. waiting for the meltdown, waiting for her. But you said I was special. And she goes, okay, gives dad a hug and then- Good news, Bluey. I'm not special anymore. Hooray! And the way like Stripe it's... says it is, like, really reasonable as well. Yes. Like, oh, you know, I said you were so special. You're not really. I mean, you, you are to right. us. Yes. You know, your mum and, and I dad. love you more than anything. Correct. But but maybe, maybe. And that's such a great lesson from yep. Stripe. Like, maybe you might not be special to everyone else and you still have to follow the rules. And she's like, oh, okay. It, it speaks to the writers of the show where, I, and I won't put anything past these geniuses. Like, so I reckon it this was meditated on. But you could, in a lesser show, present the, let's say, more bratty cousin as a bit of a nemesis and someone who's not to we be like empathised with yeah. or, and, and not to be understood or even liked as yep, a character. A but that's not the way it is because mm. that's not the way life is. You know, I have friends who are just... <laughs> Jerks, but 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 I love them. Thanks, Brandon. I love you too. <laughs> but it's just it just shows that you know life. Just like Stripe is saying, you know, not everyone's gonna see you as as special as I see you. You know, you still have to follow the rules. It also goes to show that you're gonna meet people in life who might not have the same values, might not have the same patience or good temperament, but that doesn't mean they're any less worthy of being part of the family. I don't know. This is the way... I just love the fact that I like Muffin. I like Mm. Muffin as a character, and she's so... It would be so easy for a less well-executed show to have me not like Muffin, but Muffin takes it so well, and you're right. She's got the information that she's given, just different parenting styles, but who can really live up to Band and Chili, really? (laughs) They're always so ready to play and stuff, and in a point where, I mean, I'm not a parent but I'm not going to be as good as them if I (laughs) ever get the opportunity. It's a high bar. For me, it just deals with this idea of specialness really well. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody gets told they're special. It's like, yeah, but you're special to certain people. Uh You still have to be part of society. You still have to. If you want to use the library, you have to respond to its rules. And that's kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, how the system works. And that's sort of a metaphor for the play as well. If you want to play with us, it's good to Mm. uh, adhere to the the rules rules of the play. You You come in and you make this sort of uh, agreement to what's going to be happening. Because otherwise you're not really playing Mm. in that structure at all. You just kind of there. 
Can we talk about the library itself for oh, a second? Let's, let's do it <laughs> like, it's such yeah. a it, there's such a brilliant use of, <laughs> of props. I knew you'd love the doodah, Marty. <laughs> I, I love the camera. The camera is essentially oh, what so looks. Good. I think it's a drink bottle or some sort of uh, cylindrical mm-hmm. container yeah. with a tennis ball on top. Please look into the camera, and then there's that wonderful angled shot looking at Muffin where she's got this lovely with smile. the fish eye lens. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. so good, isn't it? Bluey's voice um, takes on this really interesting quality whenever she's playing a character who's in a service industry. Oh, you reckon? Um, <laughs> and she just says, just look look into the cameras. And she doesn't say sweetie. Yeah. But there is another episode, I can't put my oh, finger yeah. on it, where she's yeah. like, thanks, sweetie, when she's playing like a receptionist or something. Yes. It's, it's just so on point. <laughs> Observationalist genius. And she calls, uh, refers to Bingo at one point as, I'm sorry, library customer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> library customer. And, and now, customers, it's time to return your books. Please put your books into the book mouth thingy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids, there's no rules as to what they're going to observe and what they're going to find interesting about the places they go. And that's what's so special about watching kids engage with Mm. the world and how they see things. So what I love about Bluey's idea of this library that I assume she's created because, you know, she's good at running the games like that. <laughs> she's like, the books are such an afterthought. She's like, this is <laughs> everything this else. is my computer and yep. this is my desk and this is the camera. We'll get a library card for you. And this is the book duter that dutes the books. <laughs> and this is the little mouth thingy. All and, the details, I, and that's everything. Except the books. Oh, and, and the books as well. <laughs> and, and, and that's so good because who didn't love a shoot? Yeah. Like a book shoot when that we were fun. kids. Yep. I don't know that I was fascinated by, I guess, only seeing one side of something when I was a kid. So, like, when you're returning videos at a video store, Where showing my age, um, <laughs> just in the in the shoot down the thing, or, yeah, returning books and just, like, having it disappear down a thing. That was so cool. And I love that there was a book shoot was part of the most important things that Bluey saw about a library. The mechanics of taking the books out and putting the books back. She's got that little trolley and they're yeah. like... But there is one detail to the library that I absolutely love. I'm not sure if you guys noticed it. Did you notice that there's a romance section? <laughs> is, is it? Like with, I did with not the notice this. So, you know, there's a few books laid <laughs> up in front of the TV. Yeah. And I swear there's a little post-it note with a little love heart in front of it. And the books just look like they're completely random whatever books. But I just love that idea because there's a couple of different times when the kids are just showing that interest in the idea of adult romance and love because it's this different sort of world to them that they don't quite understand yeah yeah (laughs) after i saw that i was like are there any other labels there's obviously the sign to tell you not to speak loudly but i think that's the only place where it's a label i hope that's what it's meant to be (laughs) i don't think it's just a love heart sticker there's this little post-it note with a love heart i'm like in my head canon that's what it is and it's brilliant yeah Speaking of headcanon, where Bluey and Bingo are coming back in to say Muffin's not playing correctly, mm. and they they come in partway through a conversation between Chili and Stripe, <gasps> and Stripe's is like, and a couple of weeks later, it's still there, and that's it. That's the only context you have for that. You talk about headcanon, yeah, yeah. there's a million different options for that. That was one of the things I wanted to talk about. There's a few different lines in this episode that are really great entry. Yeah. Because like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the first line, which is like, and that's why I'm going to write a letter to the, to the, uh, the, the toilet fairy. Well, that's okay, the only way one. something will change. The, yeah, that's the only way it's going to change. Is, yeah. And you're yeah. like, you've got so many questions, but that that's where it ends, which is great. Yeah. Uh, the other one was, oh, what's the first? The, yeah, because there's two exchanges with Chili and Stripe in the yeah. kitchen yeah. when they interrupt their conversation. The, the first, first one, one is Chili's just goes, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
is that an Australian thing? <laughs> do do Americans or, or international people look at that and I'm go? Sure about that. It's a bit like when Australians go, yeah, but nah. We we definitely have our own brand of doing it. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, but nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, which, nah. which basically, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, means yes. <laughs> it, it's true. It sounds silly, but when we say yeah, but nah, it means we're saying yes. I reckon it's <laughs> um whatever you is it whatever you land on. Like, do you want some of these Tim Tams? Yeah, nah. And then oh, yeah, did okay. you go out? Nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, I, I always, I always take you, the yeah nah yes. or the nah yeah. It's the yeah last one, isn't as it? The, as the final one, yes. it's it's like yeah, the nah. first bit is just buffer while you're arriving at the thought <laughs> that you want to say. But yeah, those two exchanges with chili and stripe in the kitchen. The one that starts with, but yeah, you know, and the other one that starts with, and a few weeks later, it's still there. Uh, but both of them, like if I had a best in show. It's got to be chilly and the eyes that she gives. And I saw this episode. I was watching it with my sister and she pointed something out because it's so awkward when um who comes in first is it just bluey comes it's just in or muffin. The, it's, it's just like, muffin not yeah the first time just muffin or- not letting me play and they both look at each other yes. yeah. because they and, and, and Aaron was saying communication. How real life yep. is that which but, parent is responsible and, to clean up and this mess they both know <laughs> something has to be done and if what muffin is saying is true that they're not letting them play for no good reason stripe is kind of like and the way Aaron put it yeah the way Aaron put it was like well i can't Tell off your kid, yeah. and so and so they tell. Oh well, you know, yeah. And then when they come back in, and um, it's revealed yeah. why. Oh, do you have any idea why she's not following the rules of the library? Oh, because she says she's the most special thing. And when it dawns on Stripe, and he goes, "Oh, I'll just um uh, be right back." And Chili's yes. eyes that she yeah. gives to is there some of that? I don't want. I don't want to say judgment of different styles <laughs> because I'm sure Chili's not as cynical as I am. But it, there's there's something to me. It's just the realness of the in-laws relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a much more diplomatic way of putting it. <laughs> you see it when he comes in the door. He's like, oh, it's pretty it's muddy, muddy outside. outside. <laughs> and his kids just run across the floor, and he's just like, "Hey, Chili dog." Yeah. Hey, and Chili the dog. Fact that yeah, I love that. <laughs> they're just having this like coffee conversation in the kitchen, and he kind of says, yeah. "Oh, there are different ways that you know people can play." And I think he gets another set of eyes then because he's kind of telling, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, it's just the in-laws trying to, who obviously have a good relationship because they're hanging out without Bandit being there. They're Mm. still family members, but just not quite meshing. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I do think so that I don't upset anybody. It's very important for me to continue to check myself and say that I'm not a dad <laughs> and I've not been through a one iota of the kind of responsibility <laughs> that mums and dads go through. But I just observe different styles and I, and I feel like I have a picture in my head of what I would like to come to be if I ever am so blessed. But uh, I just want everyone to know that I am so ready to be shot down and reminded that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, it's not going to stop me from professing and, well, it's not going to stop me from... <laughs> not a lot uh, stops you from professing, mate. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not going to stop... Professor Henry Jones. Uh, no, it's, it's not going to stop me from observing and forming opinions and stuff, but please don't think I ever for one second think that I know better than anybody else. It's just me working through my observations. <laughs> Is it, it hot in here? <laughs> my God. Well, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but 
like Cat Squad. <laughs> cat oh, Squad. Stuck in my head for days. I love it. <laughs> Samurai Pizza Cats, anyone? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I was thinking that. This is Bring another marker to show that it is the 1980s in Dog World. And just like, <laughs> did you, do you hear what the soundtrack voiceover thing is when the car comes in? Did anybody hear that line? I, I watched oh, it. Oh, like, I, I watched it like twice today, I, I, and it's, it's very, very like distorted. it's so perfectly distorted yeah. as those uh, toys are. Yes. It's we are here for your protection. Wow, wow. I think I heard that bit, but there's there's another is bit. There a bit at the start. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, equally. I, it's, it's it's almost that'll be yeah. forever a mystery. If anybody, yeah. if anybody knows what it yes. is, let us know. Please let us know because it's going to be brilliant, whatever it is. You know who would know what it is? Mm. I reckon Edward would know because oh. I, I reckon Edward would definitely know. My sister, Kelly, her youngest, Edward. I'm just, do you mind if I just ring him? Yeah, go, yeah do it. Right, do I'll it. just get him up on the phone. Hello, Edward speaking. Edward, how you going, buddy? Oh, hello, Granny. You know that bit in the episode Library where Muffin flies in on the bike and the bike says something, but I can't quite make it out. What, what is the actual soundbite? Cat is here. Cat is here. Fear not. Oh, oh that wow. makes sense. How good. That How makes good. sense. Thanks heaps, buddy. No problem. See you on the weekend. Meow. We've spoken previously about the use of cats in the Bluey world. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was quoted on an earlier episode as saying, I believe cats are like, they're superheroes. They're mythical creatures. They're, they're not real in the Bluey world. This is probably the one that cemented it for me mm-hmm. because to me, this is like a an Avengers level toy that just kids gravitate towards because it's flashy lights and we're here for your protection and all this sorts of stuff. Samurai Pizza Cats is probably a more apt description than yeah. something like Avengers, <laughs> but it's ridiculous. They're loud. Oh, cats protecting the world. <laughs> what a crazy joke. <laughs> Let's put it on a bike. I love it. And I, after having seen this episode, I didn't realize it, but for days, even weeks afterwards, I was just getting around the house going, meh, 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 meh. Cat Squad. And Ali's like, are you singing Cat Squad? Is that what's happening right now? I was like, yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) One thing you learn as a parent really quickly, it's important to be into, maybe not be 100% into, but be a part of what your kids love. And and Mm. I've experienced that in particular. Blue is one part, obviously. The other one, big one in our house is the Wiggles. Now, I've come full circle where you go, okay, Wiggles, yep, it is what it is to, oh, my God, I'm going to kill these four coloured fools. I hate them. <laughs> to all the way back around just going, hey, Jack, it's do the propeller. Let's get on. Oh, I know the actions. If they ever pull me up on stage, I could be the fifth wiggle. I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's what you get to, I think, as a parent. We do just sit the there and go, propeller. Do the- oh, we're not going to get sued, are we? <laughs> do the yeah, they're exceedingly litigious, those guys. So let's not. That- That's yeah. the real fifth wiggle. They're lawyer. <laughs> they're lawyer. <laughs> Their team of experts. He's the grey wiggle, ash grey suit, yeah. And so that's what I feel with Cat Squad. It's just like, yep, just got to be into it. And I've been called Stripe before when we talk about who best represents each of us on this show. I feel like that's what Stripe does. Yep, I'm just going to go with it. The Cat Squad bike is going in the back of the car. Cousins can deal with it because I'm at peace with it now. Isn't that just such a nice button on the episode as well, the orange light? Like uh, um, Because, you know, yellow lights are supposed to be stop if it's safe. You should only continue if it would be unsafe to stop. And so I I must admit, you know, sometimes if, you know, (laughs) if I see it going and I I know I can make it, and also if I'm in my... (laughs) 
troop carrier and it's like two and a half ton of car <laughs> and it's been raining, like that might not have the same braking power as sure. your Hyundai gets. <laughs> but uh, no, when I'm in the Yaris, I do. I, I, I beg. Especially if there's someone behind me who's being a jerk mm-hmm. and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm going to stop and ruin your day because you shouldn't be that close. <laughs> and then they get all fired up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it was safe to stop. So I did. Sucked in. But no, anyway, what was my point? Oh, yeah, it's such a nice <laughs> button on the, the episode. Rules. Like, yeah. not special, everyone has rules. You know, we're all in this together and nice one, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even this entire episode, Muffin gets around with a tiara on her head. Oh, and so at the good. start, you just go, oh, she's wearing a tiara. But then you go, oh, oh, that, that takes on takes on extra yeah. meaning when, when you yeah. see, yeah, foreshadowing what is to come and her Thanks, behavior. Princess. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, that last line. Yeah. Yes. Oh, one thing I have to mention is after Muffin swallows the little soft toy with the book, um, from that point on in the episode, the toy is like bandaged up. It's yes, bandaged over you're right. It's, it's Poppy as well, so it's like bingo specific. Toy. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And but you did just remind me of one other moment we have to mention, which oh, is yeah. you know Muffin's been able to play the way she wants, and she's had all the books at the library. And you have <laughs> a really depressing story circle <laughs> where oh, you don't have the very good the- book. It's just <laughs> everything that happens when people don't break it. Anyway. Let's just say the toddler circle where you know yeah. um, there's no books because Muffin's uh, <laughs> borrowed all. Of- Sorry, you go on. Bluey finally cracks it. You're not playing library if you don't return yeah. books. She closes the musical <laughs> book beforehand. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, the, <laughs> and then <laughs> the response from Muffin is this is pause. <laughs> and she just opens the book again. They stare at one another down. And that, that's her response. <laughs> yeah. The verbal so one. Good. There's no change in her steely eyed expression. Yeah, that's it. It's just like, nah, I can do what I want. You're right. That moment just before when, uh, when Bluey's just like, that's. It. <laughs> you can do this. You can do this, and you can do that's She's such a good kid, but you return <laughs> library books, and she's right. You've lost the whole point of the game, type thing. And there's just something so a bit nerds across the viewership of this show would unite in that sentiment. No, there's the monarchy. There's <laughs> there's religion, and there's the library. Yeah, I don't like that characterization because that's probably me. <laughs> no, I am a I am a profound lover of libraries and the concept of libraries. Yeah, I borrow a lot of stuff from libraries. Oh man, <laughs> why would you not? Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, I think it's just a, a really nice social space, and it's increasingly you know there's some great other podcasts here out there that talk about. I think it was like a you know this American Life had a great episode about libraries becoming the third space mm. in like society and people's lives and because it, they probably chose the library because it's got these different rules and you get to have the fantastic shushing <laughs> as part of the story Do you think the library would take me back if I used a fake name? Have you returned your books though Brendan? Oh good work Muffin <laughs> Brendan rides off on his cat squad motorcycle <laughs> and goes through the yellow light and just off he goes Into yeah. the sunset just like Last Crusade <laughs> Well, as any good archaeologist like Bandit would know, you want to be a good archaeologist, you got to get out of the library. <laughs> I want—I should have used that much shorter quote at the why start. Why did you do that at the start? Ah, I'll tell you why. Okay. That's from the fourth one. Oof. Yeah. yeah Wh- which do. is not a film. It's a there g- is look, no fourth one. I, uh, this there is, is no fourth this one. This is uh, controversial, Oof. but um, I have fun watching the fourth one. I think Harrison Ford... 
all of his stuff is awesome. You don't know him. You don't know it when he's on the things in the roof in Area 51 in the beginning. It's and and Marion Ravenwood, Karen Allen. My heart belongs to that woman. <laughs> she is everything. And the fact that they get married, it's nice. It's nice. I like because, okay, the way the chronology of those movies <laughs> is uh, like like Temple of Doom actually occurs before Raiders. Brendan? Hello? Basket. Okay. Go to your basket, Brendan. Um, before I go to my basket, <laughs> I will just say that the chronology of those movies allows you to believe that he got back with Marion after Willie Scott. Now, Steven Spielberg, you can keep Cape Capshaw. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure, I, I hope you guys are very happy, but there is one indie chick. I mean, Elsa Schneider, she's great, but she's kind of a Nazi. There's one <laughs> indie chick, Marion Ravenwood forever. I'll go to my basket and the rest of you guys, after I say thank you for joining us. Thanks, Frank. You're welcome, buddy. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, no problems. And I believe they sell baskets right next to the pizza ovens. Aisle 300. Left at the fake grass. If you hit a flamingo, you've gone too far. Created and produced by Frank, Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbond Project on facebook.com slash Proj at Proj on Twitter or Hammerbond underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbond for cheap shovels. Cheap shovels.